Hi everyone, Aunt Lizzie here. Soon we'll be seeing our spring flowers. Well, I think I've already seen some. And well, April rains, but meanwhile, I so want to bring a smile to your lips and a warmth to your heart by dishing up some of the fun from behind my bifocals with humorous and uplifting stories. In this episode, Miss Claire will give her take on diets and willpower. She seems to have a lot of information on how to diet properly. We'll have some St. Patty's Day fun, followed by real 9-11 calls. Then we'll let you decide who the crazy one is. Then we'll share, can this be true? And we'll finish off with a Maya Angelou quote. And now we'll talk to our ever-life problem solver, Miss Clara. This time, Clara is going to share with us her version of willpower and a little bit about, I think, how she diets. I know some of us struggle with willpower, but perhaps you can strengthen yours with some tips from Miss Clara. So without further delay, let's welcome Clara herself. Hi, Clara. And what do you have for our audience today? Well, good morning, Lizzie, and hi to all my fans out there. I was talking to my friend Fanny. You remember her, don't you, Lizzie? Well, I sure do, Clara, and what a great friend she is. Well, we was talking about diets and stuff, and Fanny said her willpower up and walked up without her. Got me to thinking, you know... I was looking in a full-length mirror at my robust body, and it got me thinking about my own willpower. Why, I've eaten so many goodies, my love handles have become ski slopes. <laughs> I've heard of the love handles, Clara, but, but never ski slopes. Well, ski slopes they are, except I can't melt them. I tried massaging, pounding, but nope, they just settle back, same old place. Only good thing about that, I figure, was if a robber came up and tried to grab on, why, he'd slide right off and hopefully fall backwards on his behind while my behind is running forward as fast as I can get away. Hey, when you're toting those you extra sweets along on your behind. It isn't easy to get away quick. Oh, Clara, you two have a way of putting things into perspective. <laughs> Tell me as it is, Lizzie. Now, don't get me wrong, folks. I'm not obese yet. Just, oh, jeesh, gotta do something now. Why, oh, why do all those goodies hang around on your hips and belly anyway? You never wonder about that? I wish I had an answer to that too, Clara, but it sure packs on in particular parts, and they're not the first to leave when you diet either. Well, Lizzie, it's not as though you're like a squirrel and can store it to munch on later. It just hangs around down in every which way, reminding you in every crevice of what you did. Now, the only way to get it off seems to starve myself, and that takes willpower. Well, let me tell you folks about my willpower. I'm a high roller when it comes to willpower. Willpower to some means struggle. 
To me, it means setting goals, putting blinders on, and gorging straight ahead. I am focused, and I have willpower. Now, I'm going to share with you folks 10 tips on how you can use your willpower and enjoy every morsel of food that goes in your mouth. All you have to do is watch everything you eat as it passes your lips. Just want to say feel free to copy all these tips. They're free, and if it helps, I'm happy. Okay, Clara. Get a pen or pencil ready, everyone. I have the feeling you'll want to latch on to Clara's tips. The only power I accept is my will, or I will. So here goes, folks. One, I will use my power to attack the contents of the fridge, but only between meals and commercials. Two, I'll eat on the four quarters of the cake at once, instead of devouring all of it in teeny-weeny pieces. Three, I'll change my eating habits. Instead of inhaling my one 24-hour meal, I'll chew slowly until I'm full or until the next day arrives, whichever comes first, even if my jaw does drop off. Oh, Clara, it seems that you really are going at this full force. Yes, sirree, Lizzie. Now, number four. I will eat the whole bag of nachos hidden under the bed, but only if I promise to tell one person after the deed is done. Five, I will wear my bikini, even if I can't see the tiny straps hidden in the crevices. I know they're there. Six, I'll jump on the scales every day, even if I have to adjust them when they don't give me a proper accountant. Golly, I know all about those darn scales, Clara. I used to weigh myself every day and then be so depressed when they didn't tell me what I wanted to hear. Yippers! So onward we go to number seven. I'll enjoy every spoon of ice cream that slides down my throat, knowing that it's cooling my infected tonsils. Eight. I'll exercise every day, going as fast as I can down the road with Cranky Cat on her leash. Nine, I'll give my old size 24 clothes away. By the time I see that size again, the styles will have changed. Ten, I'll live life to the fullest, even if it means joining those weight loss shows that I see on TV. Wow, that's quite a list. It seems most could do that. I'm not sure how the heck they can lose weight doing that, but hey, you look pretty good to me. Well, Lizzie, I made all these for my New Year's resolutions. I hear this March, and I'm still considering them. Didn't last long, because my willpower got the best of me. Felt good at the time. Maybe I'll try again next year. Maybe then, folks, I will do something about it. But until then, I'm turbocharging my willpower to have fun. And I decided in case I fall off and I get into trouble, I'll know it when. Now listen to this, folks, and you can be sure you can copy this. One, the gleam in my eyes, not the sun, hitting my bifocals. It's food radiation. Two, I sit in my rocker in the rocker's flatten. Three, 
My belt doesn't buckle, but my D's do. Four. Everything hurts and what doesn't I can't find. Five. I finally reached the top of the ladder, but can't get down because I've broken all the bottom rungs. Six. I know I'm in for a dull evening just because I've forgotten to buy munchies. Seven. My favorite part of the newspaper's advertisements for quick weight loss. Eight, the big Miss Claire oil lady I spied in the mirror was me. Nine, the only energy I have left for exercising is blanking, waving, or flicking dog dung off my shoe. Ten, I feel like the morning after, and I haven't crawled out of bed from the night before. Just saying, how's your willpower today? Gotta go and make my famous four-layer chocolate fudge cake to take to a potluck. Don't you just love those potlucks? Food spread far and wide. I think I'll park my willpower at home just for today, Lizzie. Meanwhile, nice to talk to you folks again. Join me next time for Life from Behind My Bifocals. Miss Clara signing off. Goodbye, Miss Clara. I hope that little willpower lesson helps all of you. Not sure it's for me, but hey, I might consider it. Now here's some fun for St. Patty's Day. Patty says to Mick, Christmas is on a Friday this year. Mick says, let's hope it's not the 13th. Patty's in the bathroom and Murphy shouts to him, did you find the shampoo? Okay. Patty says yes, but it's for dry hair and I've just wet mine. Patty and Mick find three grenades, so they take them to a police station. Mick says, what if one explodes before we get there? Patty says, we'll lie about it and say we only found two. The Irish have solved their fuel problems. They've imported 50 million tons of sand from the Arabs and are going to drill for their own oil. Joe says to Patty, close your curtains the next time you're making out with your wife. The whole street was watching and laughing at you yesterday. Patty says, well, the joke's on them because I wasn't even at home yesterday. Believe it or not, these are Memphis, Tennessee's real 911 calls. Dispatcher, 911, what's your emergency? Caller, I heard what sounded like gunshots coming from the brown house on the corner. Do you have an address, said the dispatcher. Caller, no, I have on a blouse and slacks. Why? Dispatcher, 911, what's your emergency? Caller, someone broke into my house and took a bite out of my ham and cheese sandwich. Dispatcher, excuse me? Caller, I made a ham and cheese sandwich and I left it on the kitchen table. And when I came back from the bathroom, someone had taken a bite out of it. Dispatcher, was anything else taken? No, but this has happened to me before and I'm sick and tired of it. Dispatcher, 911, what's the nature of your emergency? Caller, I'm trying to reach 911, but my phone doesn't have an 11 on it. Dispatcher, this is 911. Caller, I thought you just said it was 911, dispatcher. Yes, ma'am. 
911 and 911 are the same thing. Caller, honey, I may be old, but I'm not stupid. My personal favorite. Dispatcher, 911, what's the nature of your emergency? Caller, my wife is pregnant and her contractions are only two minutes apart. Dispatcher, is this her first child? Caller, no, you idiot, this is her husband. And the winner is Dispatcher, 911, Caller, yeah, I'm having trouble breathing. I'm all out of breath. Darn, I think I'm going to pass out. Dispatcher, sir, where are you calling from? Caller, I'm at a payphone. North and Foster, Dispatcher, sir, an ambulance is on the way. Are you an asthmatic? Caller, no. Dispatcher, what were you doing before you started having trouble breathing? Caller, running from the police. Now who's the crazy one? Prison. You spend most of your time in a 10 by 10 cell. Work. You spend most of your time in a 6 by 6 cubicle. Prison. You get three meals a day, fully paid for. Work. You get a break for one meal and you have to pay for it. Prison. For good behavior, you get time off. Work. For good behavior, you get more work. Prison. The guard locks and unlocks all the doors for you. Work. You must carry a security card and open all the doors yourself. Prison. You can watch TV and play games. Work. You could get fired for watching TV and playing games. Prison. They allow your family and friends to visit. Work. You aren't even supposed to speak to your family. Prison. All expenses are paid by the taxpayers with no work required. Work. You must pay all your expenses to go to work and they deduct taxes from your salary to pay for the prisoners. Prison. You spend most of your life inside bars wanting to get out. Work. You spend most of your time wanting to get out and go inside bars. Prison. You must deal with sadistic wardens. Work. They're called managers. Could this be true? In the 1400s, a law was set forth in England that a man was allowed to beat his wife with a stick, no thicker than his thumb. Hence, we have the rule of thumb. Many years ago in Scotland, a new game was invented. It was ruled gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. And thus the word golf entered into the English language. The first couple to be shown in bed together on Prime TV was Fred and Wilma Flintstone. Coca-Cola was originally green. It's impossible to lick your elbow. The first novel ever written on a typewriter was Tom Sawyer. Each king in a deck of playing cards represents a great king from history. Spades, King David, Hearts, Charlemagne, Clubs, Alexander the Great, Diamonds, Julius Caesar. It was the accepted practice in Babylon 4,000 years ago that for a month after the wedding, the bride's father would supply his son-in-law with mead that he could drink. Mead is a honey beer, and because their calendar was lunar-based, this period was called the honey month, which we now know today as the honeymoon. In English pubs, ales ordered by pints and quarts. So in old England, when customers got unruly, the bartender would yell at them, mind your pints and quarts, and settle down. It's where we get the phrase, 
mind your P's and Q's. Many years ago in England, pub frequenters had a whistle baked into the rim or handle of their ceramic cups. When they needed a refill, they used the whistle to get some service. Wet your whistle is the phrase inspired by this practice. Question. If you were to spell out numbers, how far would you have to go until you'd find the letter A? Answer, 1,000. Question, what do bulletproof vests, fire escapes, windshield wipers, and laser printers have in common? Answer, all were invented by women. Question, what's the only food that doesn't spoil? Answer, honey. Let me leave you with a quote by Maya Angelou. A woman should have enough money within her control to move out and rent a place of her own, even if she never wants to or needs to. Something perfect to wear if the employer or date of her dreams wants to see her in an hour. Just a reminder to subscribe to the monthly Chatterbox News at www.lifewithauntlizzie.com. Com. Go to the website and sign in to make certain that you get your free personal subscription so you won't miss anything. Please support the advertisers, for without them, it'd be difficult to support the Chatterbox News. For those of you who don't know what Chatterbox News is, treat yourself to pages filled with uplifting and humorous stories. The best part, well, as I said before, the second best part is it's free. Meanwhile, take care, keep smiling, bye for now.